What do all 2022 great marketers understand? You can't be myopic with your marketing in this environment. Today's show, we're gonna unpack exactly what you have to do. I'm gonna step out on a limb and suggest that your database of past clients and sphere of influence contacts is probably your best source of business. In fact, the National Association of Realtors, every single year they publish an annual report called the Profile of Home Buyers and Home Sellers. And in that report, they talk about the ways in which consumers, buyers and sellers, found their agent. And every single year, the number one way buyers and sellers found an agent by a mile, by a landslide, every single year, is through repeat or referral business. In fact. 68% of sellers last year found their agent by way of repeat or referral business. That's your database. 60% of buyers last year found their agent by way of repeat or referral business. And in case you're a skeptic, if you look at the numbers in terms of are buyers and sellers increasingly or decreasingly relying upon the services of an agent, it's actually going up year over year. My point is that your community is a cash cow. And if you are not adequately working or positioning yourself as the agent of choice, to your database contacts, that's a miss on you. And so today's video is about laying out an annual marketing plan to position you as the top of mind on the consideration set, agent of choice with your past clients and sphere of influence. We'll go step-by-step step and talk about a ton of different marketing channels to absolutely put you on the radar with every buyer, every seller, every referral in your book of business. Welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana, your host, and I'm so glad you're watching. If this is your first time watching, please make sure to tap that big red subscribe button. And while you're there, go ahead and tap that bell icon so you can get notified whenever we publish new videos just like this one. Now, before I dive into the content, quick little acid test, a litmus test, if you will. When you call your database contacts, again, we're talking past clients and sphere of influence contacts. When you call them and you have a conversation with them about whatever, who brings up real estate? Is it you or is it them? And I would suggest to you, that if they bring up real estate, that's fantastic. That means that you're already on their radar. You already have some of their mind share and they're thinking about the fact that they associate you with real estate. However, I would also argue that if you have to be the one to kind of sneak into a conversation that brings up real estate, that to me somewhat reflects poorly on your marketing plan, that you have somehow inadequately positioned yourself just in general as their agent of choice. And we know that in your marketplace, you're not the only agent. Like there's like 2 million real estate agents in the US alone right now. Odds are, depending upon how competitive your marketplace is, that the referrals and the services being hired by your past clients and sphere don't necessarily belong to you. There's other agents to whom they could show their loyalty. And so if you're not getting all the business you could or should be getting from your database contacts, repeat business, referral business, all of it, well then maybe you've somehow become a secret agent. And if that's the case, today with the plan I'm about to give to you, all of that changes. Now, a quick note before we actually go through the plan that this is a marketing plan. It's not a when you call your database kind of plan. I'm somewhat taking for granted that that's happening. This is so that when you do call your database, you've already laid the groundwork of positioning your agent brand. This is a marketing plan. So keep that in mind. This is not to say you should not call or text your database or be in relationship with your database. This is the work that precedes that so that when you do call, 
and text your database. When you are in relationship with your database, you're already top of mind. And one other note about how this is laid out, I'm gonna go through daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, and annual and ongoing, like seven different sections of your marketing plan. So I would recommend getting some notes out and taking some notes. First and foremost, let's talk about what is the thing you should be doing daily in your marketing? And I would say that's social media. Social media is something you should do every day. What do I mean by every day? What am I doing? Well, you should be posting. You should be producing content, specifically should be video content, vertical video content. I could keep going, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, whatever, it should be video first. I would even be so bold as to say, if you're not producing video on social, I'm not sure why you're on social at all because it's that important to your social strategy. Now, it's not just making videos and posting, it's also you should be engaging with their content. Social media is a critical step for connecting with your database. Now, I should also go back to like before that and say you need to make sure you're actually connected with your database contacts on social media because if they're not following you or you're not following them, then you're not really in relationship on social media and so it's not really having any kind of a marketing impact in your business. But the first thing to work in your database, it has to be social media because social media is where you produce your content. What is content? And I would say simply content is contribution. It's not just random pictures of I'm having a salad for lunch. It's you demonstrating expertise and adding value across your social channels. That's content. It positions you as the agent of choice when they see you on social media so that when you do bump into them in line at the grocery store or whatever, they're like, oh, how's the market? Oh, I love that video I watched the other day. You've gotta be on social media, working your database every single day. However, you can't just do that with organic content. So like, let me back up a step. You've gotta make sure you're connected, friends, followers, whatever, on all your different social channels with your database contacts. That's step one. Step two is make really good content with which they would want to engage. The other side of step two is engage with their content. You gotta leverage the platforms. That's the second part of it. But the third thing is, is you should put money behind your content. In fact, you should actually use Facebook ads, Instagram ads. You should use the different ad platforms because most all of those platforms will let you actually upload your database contacts as an Excel spreadsheet and you can actually choose to retarget them with your content. So in other words, I can use the stuff I've already posted on social, my videos and so forth, but I can make them ads whereby I retarget my database contacts to ensure they actually see the content. Because reality is, even if you are friends or followers and you're connected on social media across any different platform, it doesn't mean they're gonna see your content no matter what. So I would say that it's mission critical to put some money behind your content and retarget your database to make sure they see it. Because riddle me this, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to watch it fall, did it make a sound? And I know the answer is, yeah, it probably did, but reality is nobody was around. Think about it like this. If you send an email that goes into people's junk folder, did it have any kind of an impact? No, they didn't see it. And in the same way, if nobody sees your content on social media, it's doing zero good for your business. So it means a couple of things. One, make sure you're connected on social. Two, publish value add content across social. Three, engage with your past clients and sphere of influence on what they post across social. And four, put some money behind your content to basically pay to play and make sure that your database contacts see what you're publishing on social. Next up, in terms of what you should do weekly with your marketing plan for your database is email, you're not sending enough email, 
not even close. In fact, if you look at studies of marketers, most marketers report that email marketing is their most effective marketing channel. More than social media, more than anything else, it's email, but I would say email is often misunderstood because a lot of folks have done email in what I would say is maybe the wrong way of doing it. I'm not trying to make any assumptions, but when you send out really good emails, you get really good results. When somebody gives you their email address and they subscribe or they allow you to email them and you give them good content, that's fantastic. It bodes really, really well. But when you send out kind of canned content, you're gonna get lousy results. So I am not talking about canned content. I don't like canned content. I'm talking about a weekly recap or digest email. We sometimes call them a roundup email, which you would basically say all the content that you just published across social. We said social media is a daily thing. So all the content, content is contribution, all the content you published across social, you should then put into a weekly email that's basically a digest of all your value add content and then send it to your database. We've had so many of our coaching clients start doing this and when they do it, their open rate metrics, their click through performance, all signs of is this email working go up. Why? Because it's a good email. But again, I know a lot of agents, their perception of email is email's not that great. The open rates are lousy, blah, blah, blah. To which I would respond and say, actually, I would disagree with you. If you post on Instagram, for instance, the number of your followers who actually see a given post is way lower than your open rate in terms of all the people you're emailing. I know that for a fact. So I would say you should look at email marketing as an effective way to reach out to your database, but don't send them canned stuff. Remember, they gave you an email address because they expected value, so deliver the value. And if your content is contribution, then you can check that box, you're delivering value. You should leverage email as part of your marketing mix for your database. Next, let's talk about monthly activities that you could be doing to market to your database. And I wanna talk about print postcards, postage. I give you two thumbs up for this. Now I realize for some of you, this could be cost prohibitive, especially if you're a newer agent and I get it. Notwithstanding, if your database is your best source of business, then this is a channel I would not overlook. Print and postage totally works. In fact, I would say sort of inside of all this conversation about marketing to your database, you might notice that I'm all about being multi-channel. You'll never hear me say like, you should just market on one channel, just do postcards or just do emails or just do social media. I will always choose all the above. And I'll tell you why, there's a fundamental reason for it. In human psychology, there's this principle known as the frequency illusion. What the frequency illusion tells us is that when a consumer is exposed to multiple different mediums of a marketing message, they might see billboards and then postcards and then an email and then a social media ad, and they see multiple different mediums. Well, what it says is that there's actually an illusion that that person is seeing more marketing, a greater frequency of marketing than they really are. It's called the frequency illusion. So if I just sent postcards or if I just did emails or if I just did social media or just did one thing, I'm actually leaving opportunity on the table because by doing all those different things together, they actually benefit each other. They start helping each other get a better result because of this frequency illusion. You should always leverage a multi-channel marketing plan because it's more efficient and more effective. It's kind of like how four strands of rope can't be broken. By doing all these things together, you've got a stronger marketing mix. Anyways, moving on, you should do postcards. What kinds of postcards? I'll give you a few ideas. You may just do like some just listed or just sold types of postcards, that'd be fine. A lot of our clients send out what are called thumbnailers. So for example, when you upload a video to YouTube, you can attach a thumbnail image. And that thumbnail image could then be repurposed on a postcard. It could actually be the graphic on the postcard 
with a little QR code that can be scanned to go watch the video. That's a fun mailer idea. You might also consider sending out like market information and what's going on in the marketplace or maybe local happenings just to keep your database aware of what's going on in the city or your town or whatever. There are tons of ideas in terms of what your postcards could be about. It could be testimonials. My point to you is to look at postcards as an effective medium for communicating and marketing to your database. Now, quarterly, I would kind of mix up your approach and do something that maybe creates a bit of a pattern interrupt. So for example, maybe like you send out handwritten notes every so often, maybe not every quarter, but maybe like this quarter and then skip a quarter and then the next quarter you do a handwritten note. Now, if you have a huge database, that's going to be a lot of writer's cramp. I get it. So maybe look at a tool like audience.co, an amazing product. If you want to streamline like mass handwritten notes in a way that is just so innovative. I would go look at them. I would also consider doing things like gifts or swag. What are the opportunities to kind of make a, a lasting memorable impression with your database and go the extra mile? Now, obviously like know the legal limits, know the rules, mind your budget in terms of gifts and swag. But I would say quarterly, be looking to do something that's a little bit more memorable, like make a splash, make an impact quarterly, because this is all about being top of mind with your database. I'll tell you this too. I know a lot of agents, they don't work their database to the degree they should. We've already covered that. Why? Well, there are various reasons for why, but I would say for a lot of agents, it's because this is a lot of work when I don't know that I'm going to get leads or referrals to which I would say, trust the process. We know through the data, I mean, again, 68% of sellers, 60% of buyers, repeat referral business, your database is your best source of business, or it could be. You've got to trust the process that what you're doing is going to pay off. Real estate is a relationship business, a know you like you trust you business. So trust the process. Now, semi-annually, which is twice a year, just so we're clear, I would say that it's time to invest in events, or maybe it's reinvest in events if you're getting back to them. Events are powerful for a lot of reasons. So couple of reasons why, or a few reasons why. Well, it gives you a reason to reach out, to invite somebody to an event. That's, that's a great thing. Two, when you're with people at events, it's face-to-face -face time. You're building relationships and bonding on a face-to-face -face level. And as human beings, that kind of means something. Three, your past clients and sphere of influence contacts at events get to see that it's not just you and them, it's your whole group. It positions you as kind of a connector of sorts. You're building a community. It's a visual representation of a community which creates a sense of belonging, but it also creates a sense of, how do I put this delicately? It creates a bit of status because it makes you look like, I don't know, to quote Seth Godin, the impresario, which then equals more repeat business, more referral business, events, all the way. So for example, you could, and here's just a laundry list of ideas, parties, Popeyes or pickups, like maybe they come pick up their holiday pie or something like that. Happy hours, holiday greetings, charity functions, educational events. I could go on and on and on. In fact, you could do go on and on and on by leveraging events as part of your marketing mix. Now, annually, the thing you should do like once a year is a CMA update for all of your past clients and sphere of influence contacts. I know that's a big job depending upon the size of the list, but it's well worth it. Tom Ferry has been heralding the benefits, and I agree with him, of the CMA a day strategy, which basically means you put yourself on the habit of doing a CMA every day so that you're working through your entire database over the course of a year. Sometimes our clients call this an equity update, where annually they give an equity update to everybody in their database. Not because you think they're gonna sell their house right then and there per se, but because you're their agent 
And as such, it's your job to keep them informed about the marketplace in terms of what it means to them and their house and their equity and their well-being. So whenever somebody has a home anniversary, just for instance, that's your trigger, that's your cue to send them a CMA or some kind of a market valuation that says, hey, based upon current local factors and national factors, based upon the market conditions, here's what your home is approximately worth. It could be a range of values, it could be comps, it could be whatever is your style of doing this. I'm just saying to you, if you are their agent of choice, then be their agent of choice. And doing the annual CMA is such a profound way to add value. That's how you get clients for life. All right, and then one bonus ongoing. So we went through daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, annually. I probably missed one, who knows. And now I'm talking about what do you do ongoing? What is the thing that, like, what is always running in the background? And I would say that it's Google Display Network ads. So when you peruse the web, different websites, different apps, and you see those square banner ads, those long and skinny, tall and skinny, those types of banner ads, those are put there by Google. They're called Google Display Network Ads. And if you log into your Google Ads console, which is ads.ads.google.com, there's a section in the tools and settings called Audience Manager, whereby you as an advertiser on Google have the ability to actually upload a customer list, a spreadsheet of your database contacts, just like you can do with Facebook and stuff like that. And you can actually target them with your Display Network Ads. So literally they see your face everywhere as they're surfing the web. And what that creates is this combination effect of your social media marketing, your emails, your print and postage, the CMAs, the handwritten notes, the events, the Popeyes, all the stuff together, plus they see your face everywhere. The net effect is, I see you everywhere. Now I know that running any kind of a Google ad is sort of technical, so I'll link up a video training on exactly how to run display network ads in the description. The way you get on the radar, on the consideration set of buyers and sellers in your database is that you never leave. You market all the time. Never stop marketing because the market belongs to those who market. Your database is probably your best source of business, or at least it could be if you put together a marketing plan like this. Now, I know I went through a lot of ideas and a lot of stuff, and that might be hard to execute on, I get it. Start small. What were the low-hanging opportunities that you could put into motion for your marketing plan? Because I just wanna see you get more repeat business, get more referral business from your database. Scale up over time. Do all this plan, do parts of this plan, add things that I didn't talk about. All I want is for you to market to your database. Your database, statistically speaking, is going to be your best source of business because over two thirds of sellers and almost two thirds of buyers work with an agent by way of repeat or referral business. The question is, are you that agent? And the answer depends almost entirely on your ability to market and position yourself onto their consideration set. So get after it. And hey, before you go, if this video is useful, I'd love to hear your feedback in the comments below. Drop a line, let us know what you thought, let us know what you're doing to market to your database. And I can't wait to hear about all the amazing results that you get out of your database. So get in action, friends. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing. Where could you go to get tuned up, to get your mindset right, to get an unlimited number of marketing and lead generation strategies to win even more listings? The answer, my friend, is obvious. The Success Summit in Dallas, August 23rd through the 25th. If you wanna be surrounded by thousands of like-minded individuals that are not buying into the noise, but instead staying mentally tough and most importantly, earning the money that they desire, then you need to join us. So to make your reservation, just go to tomferry.com forward slash summit. Make sure you put in the promo code SUMMIT15, that's SUMMIT15, to get 15% off your ticket. I can't wait to see you at this year's Success Summit.